This is Theology Refresh with David Mathis, and we're here with Eric Tanes today talking about the Christian and sport. Eric is a professor at Biola, also pastor of Grace Evangelical Free Church in La Mirada, California. Eric, thank you for joining us here. David, it's good to be with you. We're in Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the Evangelical Theological Society, and Eric agreed to talk about, talk to us uh, about this important subject. He has written on it. The chapter you've written on the Christian and sport is called... Created to Play, a Christian View of Sport. Very good. So, so when we mention that topic of the Christian and sport, uh, where does your mind go? Where would you have us think about that initially? For me, my mind goes to football fields when I was a little kid and playing basketball at the park and the helpfulness of that in my life as a, a young Christian who didn't have very much discipleship influence, but didn't realize it at the time, but was being taught about the Christian life and what it meant to be part of something bigger than myself and to uh, learn to be unselfish, to have a basically uh, an incubator uh, of character development on a sporting field where you have an opportunity to cheat and or to be honest, to uh, win graciously or not, or to to display character even still today even though I'm an old man now I'll get out on a basketball court and see aspects of my character I thought I had been more sanctified in than I am and suddenly I see I have a lot more to work on there's something about sport that can bring out the best and worst of us and give us a glimpse of what's going on in our hearts that we normally wouldn't see in life and so that sanctifying helpfulness of it is is where my mind immediately goes a couple of distinct categories are within this realm are play and competition. Let's first talk play. What is the place and role of of play for the Christian? A classic book on this is by Jürgen Moltmann called The Theology of Play, and it's just an excellent treatment of it. And the first sentence, he wrote it in the late 60s, the first sentence in the book is, how can a Christian play when when people are dying in Vietnam every day? We have a a view of the world as Christians that's realistic and recognizes how bad things are. So what's this place for spontaneous, creative, non-utilitarian, fun play when things are serious and people are dying and they need Christ? Well, uh, play is grounded for a believer in the confidence that God is on his throne, that he Uh, is all-powerful he is sovereign and he's working out his very good plan every day and will one day bring it to culmination Uh, Karl Barth said in light of God's sovereignty and power everything we do should be viewed as children at play and so we're talking about play in a sport uh, context but there I think there should be a playfulness in the Christian life in general to be a Christian means to take God very seriously but not ourselves and so I think a playfulness that then obviously has got to be part of healthy sport has got to be something a Christian understands, appreciates, and and gets good at. Would you want to speak to the extremes? I can imagine some who would have no play at all in their life, others who would be consumed in play. It, can you speak to the balance or how to how to get the healthy Christian way at it? Right. A lot of my greatest heroes in the Christian faith seem to lack an appreciation for playfulness. You read the Puritans and and, and other heroes I have, and they, they seem to, to have sometimes a very little appreciation for a playfulness or play. And so it, there can either be no place in the Christian life for, for play, 
or it becomes idolatrous and we live to play. Mm. We, we have a frivolous life. And so to be very serious about God and very serious about what he's doing in this world and our role in that, but, but humility about ourselves and a sense of humor about ourselves that goes along with, with play, that is really the most healthy way to live. For pastors who want to think about their own play, talk about play in its proper Christian place in the Christian life, any particular text that you would, would take them to and say, here's a helpful pointer or directive in that? I think the best biblical picture of play is creation itself. You, you get this idea of the extravagance of God in creation as he makes billions of daisies and and makes... Um, makes sea creatures that he makes simply to play with and and there is a playfulness in creation in its extravagance that is well beyond necessary intelligent design but but actually indicates a real playfulness so there there are these pictures of god in his playfulness of creation in job and, and throughout the bible that i think need to ground our view of a playfulness in general in life uh, but uh, the images of the eschaton of, of when everything is made right has children playing uh, next to serpents dens free of fear uh, of of uh, animals being released and leaping playfully and so this sense of freedom that that the reconciliation of all things brings at, at the end of it all brings a playfulness to creation itself and for re the redeemed that leads to a singing and a dancing and a leaping and yeah. all things that that aren't utilitarian they don't have a good product they're just exuberant celebration yeah. and so worship should have a sanctified playfulness to it uh, where we feel a sense of freedom and a sense of spontaneity and creativity and even at times just a delight uh, that that isn't calculated hmm. that's good and think of the uh, texan Zechariah, the prophet, about the children playing in yes, the streets. right, right. Do, do we talk about play? Yeah. But now there's the other aspect of competition. Right. And now that's, that's a different reality for, to think through as a Christian. How do you process this reality of com competition, competitive sports? Yeah, people usually think of competition and play as uh, at odds with one another. And I think the most healthy sport has to have a good combination of those two. Competition requires a commitment to the game. Uh, right. You really care about the outcome. And I think the more you're committed to the game and to the outcome of what you're playing, the more playful it can be. If you don't really care about the outcome, well, the playfulness is diminished. And so, um, so you're playing in the middle of a game of tennis and you really care about the outcome and the ball gets stuck on the top of the net for a second and you don't know which side it's going to fall on and oh and then it falls on the other and, and you both laugh and there, there's a fun playfulness to that but that's connected to the fact that you really cared which side it fell that's on. right now if if competition gets so that you lose any playfulness it's destructive it's not joyful hmm. and and if play doesn't have any commitment to it, it, it ends up not being very playful. That's why we actually despise the spoil sport more than the cheat, because at least the cheat's still respecting the game, but mm -hmm. the spoil sport doesn't really care about the game, isn't committed to it, or he's respecting the rules. And so somebody who just takes their ball and does whatever they want destroys the game because they're not committed enough to it, at least even to cheat. <laughs> and so, so I think competition and play actually enhance one another when it's healthy. Mm -hmm. 
who you, you would want to say for Christians who think through this that uh, competition is not inherently sinful. Oh, now, no. our sin can take it and make no. it sinful, but it's not inherently sinful. No, I actually, I think comp- good competition from a Christian viewpoint should be grounded in the creation mandate to rule over and subdue, be fruitful and multiply, and basically to bring your personhood to bear in a way that makes a difference. And so, uh, obviously, that doesn't necessarily mean uh, a football game, but but there is something about subduing in a competitive context that I think is a pre-fall command that that calls us to really make our presence felt in the world. And I think a sporting competition environment enables us to to demonstrate that sort of thing, and obviously not in a way that's that's as serious as people make it out to be, but that can actually be a demonstration of fulfilling the creation mandate to be fruitful and multiply and rule over and subdue in this world. So there's, for the Christian, there's a, a fallen way to win, fallen way to lose. Yeah. There's a redeemed way to win and a redeemed way right. to lose. Yeah. Anything right. more you'd say about what that may look like? There can be a fine line, but within a fine line between just a carnal expression of wanting to win where you're pridefully exalting yourself and the, the healthy way where you really are obeying God, really, in, in exercising the, the physical abilities he's given you, the mental abilities he's given you in the context of sports so that he's honored by that. So you keep it in perspective. You care about it, but you keep it in perspective. People like to say, oh, come on, it's only a game. Well, for Christians, nothing's only a game. Eating and drinking for us has the capability of giving glory to God. Right. And so certainly something we will devote a lot of time to, a sport that we, we take up, needs to be seen as a, an opportunity to worship God, to glorify God with him, uh, with that sport. So it, nothing is dismissed as, oh, merely a game. For Christians, nothing is merely anything. It's all capable of honoring God. That's good. Anything in particular you'd want to say to a pastor or Christian leader as they think about themselves not only as teachers but, but models of appropriate levels of play and how to win and lose? Any, any exhortations to leaders? Well, I, I do think it's important to to strike that balance between appreciating sport for what it's capable of doing as far as an ability to really help us in our sanctification and build community. I, I've i been amazed at the ability for sport to break down walls with mm-hmm. people. You, a pastor who gets out and, and plays with his people or with his children is an excellent model of someone who has things in perspective, who's able to be serious about God but playful with with kids and with with his congregants and 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 demonstrate even a humility in that that there isn't this wall this barrier between the, the pastor and the people that you can actually go out and play a game of softball and and uh, you don't have to be good to do that actually it can be helpful if you're not to really break down those walls That's even right. faster <laughs> but but I'll I'll get together with a bunch of bunch of men and play a game of flag football and in in 10 minutes we're hugging each other and celebrating together in normal life that would have taken years mm. to get to that right. point and so it really can facilitate relationship and community and and be a great context for sanctification but but it's so easy for that to become idolatrous and far more important in as far as the result and than it really is and so to help our people by modeling and, and teaching like everything, to keep it in a healthy, God-honoring perspective where we value it, but we don't turn it into an idol. 
Eric, thank you for joining us. Would you close our little podcast here with a prayer for those listening? I'd be happy to. Heavenly Father, we're grateful that you created us in this world. And even in creation, we can see a playfulness as you were so extravagant in what you made for us to enjoy. And Lord, we pray that you would be uh, taking delight in our enjoyment of your creation. And we thank you for bodies that, that love to run around and, and express our personhood in this world with, with sport. And we pray, Lord, that you would help us in a culture that just binges on one extreme or the other to, to be wise and honoring to you and the way we play and the way we compete. And Lord, we pray that you would help us in this. And we pray this in Christ's name. Amen.